Welcome back to Gals and Goblins. This is a special Q&A episode. Uh, well, we had a lot of different ideas for our episodes. What is this goblin time? Is this our first goblin, goblin mode? Goblin mode. This is our, yeah. I'm going to say this is our first goblin mode. We're going goblin mode. <laughs> this is, welcome to goblin mode. Uh, we're going to do, we asked our Discord some questions, and now we're going to give some A's, some answers. Uh, <laughs> it would have been better we if I, set we, up the first we, asked them, we asked them some cues, and now we're going to give them some A's. Uh, so, okay, Campbell, do you have the cues? I do. So Desiree Dahl from Instagram asks, how did you decide to start podcasting your campaign? Has recording changed anything about the dynamics of the group? And did you notice yourself approaching anything differently than you would off mic? Well, the way we started this is the classic, um, I feel like how anybody starts a D&D podcast where we all played together. And then we were like, damn, that was really good. We should make a <laughs> podcast about this. Yeah, the, the first the first run was like very. Uh, it was really good. I think it was four ep- like four sessions, and uh, I was the DM. We ran it. It was still in Frogmont. We were different. Uh, everyone was the same character, but like a little bit different. Yeah. And then a, a lot of the names were a little bit different. I think Principal Pad is the only one who's been the same name throughout. No, that it was so good. I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if we'll ever reach that uh, moment of playing D and D because it was too good. <laughs> I always aspire to get to that those four sessions, and yeah. I don't think we will. It, it was. was it so was. Beautiful. It was like a perfect wrapped up for uh episodes yeah mm-hmm. and we were we were just kind of like like we could record and we've we've talked about podcasting before because uh, olivia and i are really big in a nad pod and campbell you've Not listened to i'm talking about like before i know uh i'm working on it Lily's i'm playing catch up uh and campbell you were into adventure zone right so we were just like well, let's do it and I'll, and we're out of college we need creative outlets we're all we, creators we need something to do and we decided to start just kind of investing our time into gals and goblins and we we're like let's just keep it rolling let's keep the ball rolling yeah i've always been like not just listening to D podcasts i've always listened to many different podcasts so like the dream yeah. was like oh i want my own podcast one day whatever that might be and then it was like during the pandemic i actually started with dungeons and daddies not yeah. not another D podcast and then i went to not another D podcast and then um i was like damn we could do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah yeah well it's not like a oh like we can do that it's easy it's like it's like oh, i think we can nothing tr- it's easy like, it's but like, i was like we i think we, we can try that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we no, can exactly. try that like, we have all the skills to yeah. make that happen we just have to yeah. put those skills together and figure it out and then to answer the other part of her yeah. question their question is that like recording i definitely the first time we tried to record <laughs> oh it was podcast, horrible oh like we had to go back really bad because none of us had ever done any kind of podcasting thing before so we were all so stiff and we thought we couldn't talk and we thought we couldn't laugh so we had to record the first (laughs) episode a couple times before we finally like got to a point where we were used to it i deleted that episode so it's not anywhere because i was gonna say we should we should like release it eventually but like add commentary like we live listen to (laughs) vector's commentary that sounds like a react like torture but i feel like that's helpful for anybody like who is listening to this with the intention of they would like to start their own podcast like it's good to know that like we talked a lot about this like for us it was better to put something out that we were proud of and was good quality than like 
to just be like, we did it and put it out there. So it's like, it's okay to like fail your first three times. All it's wasting is your time, you know, which like you're already going to dedicate a shit ton if you're going to do this. So like, you're going to have to fail and re-record shit or like your equipment's not going to work or you got to figure out how to record online. Like it's just going to happen and you got to roll with the punch. It was so messy and so bad. Like we were... (laughs) And like it was, it was bad. It wasn't like yeah. one person did bad. It was like I planned a weird session. Like the vibes were weird. Like we tried to do like games to warm up. It didn't work. We sat down to record. Like no one was like saying anything. Because we thought we were like, oh, we don't want to mess up the audio. Yeah, we, we never don't even wanna... edited yeah. really yet. Yeah. Like so, and then, we didn't want to make it harder for Jared. And I was like, I was like, y'all do whatever. I can edit you. Like don't self edit. That was our big thing. Was don't. Yeah. self-edit yeah yeah uh but you know it was so bad it was <laughs> and we recorded for like an hour and i think 30 minutes into that recording i was like we should probably record a i second think we one. all like halfway through that recording we're thinking in our own heads of like we should just start over yeah. but nobody like wanted to like stop and say no. that. but i think it was good for us to like i wish it we had like, kept it I think we like I turned I off. I kept it. You I think like I fully deleted it off I'm, of everything. I think I deleted it like two days later. I was like ashamed. <laughs> I was ashamed of it. I think I hit. I think I stopped. I hit like the stop button, and we were just. It was like kind of quiet. <laughs> it's like, good job, everyone. So how do we feel about doing that again? And we were all like, yes, absolutely. Can we please do it again? Yeah. Lily and I were just talking about like. We're finally to the point where we feel like we're playing D and D regularly again. Yeah, like, or like yeah. we're not. It's like a relaxed, like yeah. Let's do some crazy stuff. Vibe. I don't feel like I'm performing anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely gotten to the point where we're much more comfortable. It took, yeah. it took me a long time too. Somebody, yeah. one of my friends, is listening to our podcast, and she's like four episodes in, and she goes, "Oh, you're finally coming into your character." Aww. And I'm Damn. like, "Oh." Damn. I was like, I really appreciate it because like role play was like so hard for me, especially like as we like started like recording it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm already not a role player. And then I was like, oh, now we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> now the whole world gets to hear me not do this well. Yeah. And now really I'm like, hard. oh, this is like easy because we're just yeah. sitting around a table yeah. it makes us sound really good like what's the dynamic like yeah like when you're on i'm gonna mic, take my headphones off real quick okay. when we're on mic or playing on the show like you just kind of have to have different more i would say like solid objectives like if you played a table like casually or intensely but like not where other people are gonna listen you have like i don't want to say freedom but like you can do whatever the fuck you want and it doesn't matter. But it's like when you're on the mic, you do very much have to like stay on a path, whether that be like, I mean, beans will sometimes go on his own path, but it's like, (laughs) it clearly has to be, you have an objective, you know where you want to go. You can't just like willy nilly do whatever you want or like, shop around just because in the back of your mind it's like this is for entertainment like you know it's like this isn't just like oh we have fun playing and that's all this is for it's like we do have to keep like this is for entertainment so i can't yeah. just like you very much can't always fuck over the dm's plans you definitely like can in the way of like thinking yeah. outside of the box you but should. like i feel like in some home games you can kind of push your dm a little bit and be like yeah i'm gonna do this thing just to get under your skin and it's like when you're on mic you gotta or you can like do a bit together. for 10 minutes that like yeah. no one else would understand, like an inside joke. Yeah, that you your know? whole table is like, that's the funniest yeah. thing I've ever seen. You can bring in an inside <laughs> joke and it'll be fine. But the, the other thing, like what you talked about, like 
Jared to make it sound good and stuff like that was well and I think part of the show is we didn't want it to be super long like one for editing that would take forever because we were initially releasing an episode a week like a main episode a week and that would just be really hard to edit two hours of audio fully with sound effects and the other thing was that I feel as though each episode kind of needed to have some kind of structure, which is a little limiting because initially whenever we played together, it was, uh, I think our sessions were about two hours, maybe three hours, which is still pretty, pretty short. I like to keep a tight game. Uh, I get tired pretty easily, but I, I just felt like everything needed to be good. So there was a pressure there. Mm -hmm. I used to DM like, oh, I need to make it good for my players. And now I'm like, oh, I need to make it good for a lot of people. But I think it's much better to just kind of go back into like, oh, my, I need to make my players have as much fun yes. and feel like superheroes and feel like champions as much as I can. I yeah. feel like when it comes to like getting on the mic, like that's where I feel like the player responsibility is. It's like, it's our job to keep on the objective, less yeah. of your job. You know what I mean? Like, I feel I like it's that. almost like flipped when, rather than when you're just like playing a home game. Whereas yeah. like there's not that much responsibility on players like it is yeah, like the GM. It's more, it's, like, it's you need you. to yeah you need to like pursue a strong character yeah. objective. Sorry. Yeah no no you're right. It's like it's on us to pursue it because like we do have listeners. We are performers. Like and it's it's hard yeah. to think about like and we can't think about that when we're at the table. But like it is like we do have conversations about that and having to yeah. keep that up. Yeah, okay. it's definitely like especially also when you're creating the character. It's like there's so many feats and abilities mm -hmm. that will thing shut things that the dm does like down mm -hmm. so we've tried to like balance like okay is this going to be actually fun for someone to listen to me just like shutting something jared does down or like do i choose a feat that sort of lends itself more to like character and story and yeah, yeah. So like you're like, optimizing your character yeah. for story not for combat not, or yeah, for like yeah. whatever you normally would yeah all right, let's go to the next question. Sorry. We've been on this one. That we already kind of answered this. Uh, Paisley Blair asks, how do you balance structure and silliness, especially when creating your characters? Do you find it challenging to create your characters, especially under the pressure of content creation? Which we just covered. Kind of. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like silliness kind of goes into like, as long as your silliness still has that objective, like you can go as for a bit as long as you want, as long as like you actually have a legit outcome to the yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like the, the this campaign fight, it's like, I know Campbell and I actually have legit, like there, we expect an outcome from this yeah. and think yeah. it will help us yeah. towards. And there's goals. like a, for both of y'all, there's like a deeper, like, I don't know, like there's a deeper meaning that it has to your characters. Yeah. Besides just like, Oh, like it would be fun to be class president. Like it yeah. like has like a more emotional stake. I think that balancing that stuff and we just kind of had a long talk about this, but about, about like, Oh, the, you know, the difference of dynamic and stuff. Honestly, right now, we're still trying to figure out how do we not think about that. We shouldn't be thinking about that. Our main premise and our main goal should be to have fun at the table. Yeah, it should yeah. be like, how do I feel like a, little, like a little hero? How do I have fun with my friends? Because that will literally create the best content. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you think of your favorite, I mean, unscripted or show or something like that or uh, actual play podcast the best moments are whenever everyone is having the most fun yeah. and you can't do that yeah. whenever you're thinking about like my character uh, balancing silliness and uh, optimization, which, you know, that's fun, but it's, it's really like, how do you start that and then throw it out the window? Well, which think, like, I think you created a character that was like, 
you thought was going to be fun. And if it's fun for you, then it's fun for the show. So it's like, how can it be fun for us? And then it's fun for the show. I think it's kind of the base of like, when you're an actor, you have to do all the prep work. And then when you step on set or on stage, that prep work should make everything come to life, but you're not looking at it. it. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, I think everything we do prep and post session informs how well our next session will be. You know, it's like, you've just spent that time reflecting. And like, I think that's why it's so good that we do like A pluses and flunks because like, you need to kind of critically think after the fact, right? You shouldn't be thinking during it. But like when we're thinking and like, oh, like this is a flunk. I could have role played better here. Yeah. Next time you're at the table, you've already like just solidified it in your mind and you will be better at it because you've acknowledged it. Like I think that's more where like you have to put the structure in. It's also like when you're like in acting, like when you're playing a character who's a villain, you can't like think of yourself as a villain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like, okay, we all like, you know, we wanted this to be like a silly campaign. Our characters are silly to an extent. I think maybe I'm the most guilty of like <laughs> playing silly, but it's like, you don't want to play. You can't like think of your character as a villain. Like when you, when you're playing your character, you can't think like, oh, like what they're doing is so silly. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like really, whatever it is, you have to really like want it and pursue it. Yeah. And then if it happens to be silly, like that will show and I think a lot of that is like the world that you've created like there's so many wacky characters and there's so many like the like the imagery is silly but then like the objectives and the story we're telling is not and I really like that contrast I think it's I think it's like a really cool way that we've balanced yeah Yeah. Yeah. silly and serious Uh I agree uh, how much of the gal's backstory is written by them versus how much does the DM determine? I love how much motive and depth each character has. Just wondering if the specifics are made up by the players, the DM or both. That's kind of on depends by character. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was really, it came out like we started this and I was like, all right, write me something, give me something, give me questions. And that is mainly the tool of like, how do you love your character? How do you, why do you want to play this character? And what about them excites you? And then specifics, uh, and then like y'all come up with backstory, family and stuff like that. And then what you don't fill in is where I come in and then I throw something at you in a session or we come together and we discuss ideas of what we want it to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Morgan's really discovered a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, so I don't really like do a lot of like backstory before we start playing. Cause I don't ever know like what kind of character they're going to morph into. And so in the first couple of sessions before we like leveled up, there was like a lot to play with. And so I had like a whole different mix of different spells and the ones that I gravitated to the most were how I like built my character overall. And so it was like the more the more fire I used, the more I was like, ooh, this is really fun. Like yeah. this really informs my character. And then it really like built her backstory. Why does she like fire? Like where does this come from? How is it her connection to nature? Because she is a druid. Mm-hmm. So it's like where does it all of it fit and mesh? And then when we were picking spheres, it was like, oh, there's yeah. a circle of wildfire. Yeah. Like yeah. gotta go with that. Like and then like building it from there and being like, okay, so like why is this her choice? And like what else is like in her family because she has siblings and she has like a familiar and things like that that do show up in the episode but like not her siblings but her familiar does and so it's like really interesting of like how she still loves animals but like a lot of how I've informed my character now is that she's like a very like 
you have to destroy things to build them back up again and that's how nature works and so it's like what in her was destroyed and how is this fire like building her back up again Mm. yeah was how i kind of informed my character and like that is like just for you and then it's on us to either like you bring it up in the session of like oh my mom or whatever or it's on the gm dm to be like oh like so your mom did this thing (laughs) or like you're getting a call from your mom like that is just for you until it becomes like actually part of the world which is why it's like you should be excited about it that's literally the point of the backstory is for you to be excited about it yeah like i think with with beans's backstory um like it's only gotten more detailed since our first session like that was not recorded but like I ca- I have a very specific lengthy I think it's like two pages now like a backstory I have a prophecy written for him like I have a bunch of shit written in there that like Jared had no hand in. I just I just turned it <laughs> into him and I was like there you go but I think it's like there's a beauty in both of them and coming in with like not a lot and discovering your character along the way and having a solid option because like I think I feel like also like and in my experience as a GM it like you get to play more with your character if they don't have everything set because then you can start setting things and building it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also fun when your player gives you so much food, then you get to pick what's exciting out of that yeah. and then go down that path. So it's like, I think both ways are so, they have their pros and cons, but mm-hmm. they're both like really great options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a huge <laughs> like like <laughs> PDF of like all of Estes. Have like, you like drawn facts. the whole family too? <laughs> Yeah, no. That is like no. so many people to draw. In a yeah, that would, I would have to draw. I would have to fit sixteen kids and her two parents into the. I could not draw that, but I do have all of them have Y'all names. Have pets? No. Yeah, it seems like a no pet household. Yeah, no pets. Yeah. yeah, but I've like named all fifteen of her siblings. Like they all have their own like information about them and like. Something I'll say about Esta's backstory going forward is she came up with stuff. I think it was like episode nine, eight or nine or something yeah. like that is when like you kind of came to me with like a idea of what you wanted. And I had like a big idea of what I wanted to do, like of like what I think you would really like. Yeah. And so there will be, <laughs> this might be a little bit too hinty, but I think what's interesting is what is the backstory that your character knows? Mm-hmm. And then what's the truth of yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. So like that is an opportunity that like gets to be really interesting of like, what have you been told your whole life that's yeah. like true to you? And then what is like the actuality of the world? Like yeah. what's reality? Well, that's so, really interesting too now so that we're cool. discovering the other Ruidons. Yeah. Like yeah. what is the reality? Exactly. That's mm-hmm. kind of fun. And like what's your point of view on your family or what's your point of view on your parents and stuff like that? And then what is Marosi's going to jump on the chair? Uh, or no, nope. <laughs> sure. I don't, she does, she can't. She's too many blankets over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, what's reality? Which is yeah. I, something that I like, I kind of haven't introduced yet but i was going to introduce it soon uh Ooh. Yeah, that's it's he really keeps fun. hinting at all these like oh i got so much i got Esta, so much stuff. Esta, so yeah. i got no you I, don't even know i hint i hint at stuff and then it's like oh i got so much stuff for y'all and then y'all are like we're gonna campaign for a long time and i'm like okay Jared's yeah, like, we, there's so much information to discover there's so like, many things oh, my friends yeah. are running for president, president. yeah oh, okay. i found this knife that's cool. yeah 
I think we should all talk a little bit. I think someone asked this question. I didn't grab it. But we should talk about um, the difference differences between our original characters and then how we changed them for the podcast. Well, mine Ooh. changed a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Morgan, yeah. Morgan yeah. changed a lot. I think, I think mine was the most heavily changed. Well, yours changed quite a bit, too. Mm, no. A little bit. Beans just, like, things added. But I was pretty adamant. Like, every time Jared was like, they need to be different, I was like, no, I'm not changing. <laughs> I was like the yeah. perfect character. You can't. The it. only thing that changed about Beans is he did not have an accent when yeah. I originally played. <laughs> he he still spoke in third person, but it was like it was just like a stilted way of like Olivia speaking. But then I think it was like literally the night before we recorded. I like I went to Jared and I was like, Hey, what do you think if Beans spoke? Re well, really, the inspiration is Noho Hank from Yeah, Barry. I think it was. I think <laughs> yeah. you talked about. I think you talked like Beans does not do that, or like yeah, but not as good as that. No, <laughs> well, no but it was like that. But now it's like that sounds kind well, of like a little bit like Jar Jar Binks. But it was not. <laughs> yeah. Jar Jar Beans. Uh, okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a new D&D podcast? Well, look no further. The Encounter Table is a D&D 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of Dungeons and Dragons. New episodes come out every other Wednesday. But that's enough of me, though. Let's meet the cast and characters. Jordan Make as Clarissa Coldshore. I think we should do a team vote. Who thinks we should go get potions? Raise your hand, verbally. Verbally, raise your hand. <laughs> Luke Godfrey as Scott Travis. Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. America's DM, Mike Galato. Dex. <laughs> Is like petting. Who just fucking shit their pants. I swear. <laughs> Guys, I, 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 who was that? I, I need to. I need to run off real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Did Otto actually just shit himself on record? Joe LaJoyce is Preston Adeline. I feel like I could die. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, Brandon Hall, as Dex Turner. We'll see you soon over at the encounter table. This one goes out to my stepson. Uh, we've been in the same vagina under different circumstances. So uh, here it goes. Esther has changed is that she was much more she was way meaner yeah yeah she was really mean <laughs> she, she was, was like really Regina George yeah she was very Regina George mean and kind of bitchy which <laughs> like which is fun but it at the same time though it's hard to it was hard to mesh with the party it, yeah. and hard to give you a reason exactly I couldn't like yeah because there was no reason for her to want to stay exactly or want to hang out with these people yes so she yeah she had like no interest it's like a why are all. you here why 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 was i here why was i staying why wasn't i just yeah. like it's like if you hate me Valkyrie, so much yeah why don't you leave yeah on, you so, and it was also hard as myself to be mean and I was yeah like, if i'm gonna do this for like 
a fun podcast that I want people to listen to. I was like, she has to be a little nicer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that I'm having fun so they can tell him. So she's still like spunky now, but yeah. like she's got like a little bit of like like verve and like mm, but yeah. she's still like judgy. Yeah, she's still <laughs> she's judgy, still but judgy. she's fun. Which I think like just a she quick thing about yeah. it. is like the person who I think is the best at creating characters who are pieces of shit who are like so enjoyable is brian murphy Murph <laughs> from nadpot like he in dimension 20 like uh gerard yeah i was Frog, gonna say gerard gerard and then but you don't uh, even think of him as a piece of shit because no, you love him but like, exactly and then like i like but mac he's like a coward yeah and hot boy summer mac uh that they do like the piece of shit and then jen's that he does like he he plays a lot of pieces of shit who are like super selfish and self-centered <laughs> but and like very judgy, but he makes it so that they are just like so jaded and like unaware of themselves that it's like hilarious. It's not yeah. intentional meanness and like no. that's the difference. Like it's like all about the intention of like yeah. you're just like so like stupid or self-absorbed. So stupid yeah. or so like or like so self-indulged that like it's absurd. Yeah. yeah. Which is hard to do. Yeah. Uh but like now I think you're like, you're getting to the point where it's like, you are very like vain and stuff like that, but it's funny. It's really funny. Yeah. yeah. It's not like at anyone else's expense. Yeah. Especially yeah. the yeah. other players. The biggest difference between Sawyer then and Sawyer now was she always had two older siblings, but on like the first day of school, she found out that her mom was going to have another mm. like kid. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, I, she looks up to her older sister so much. She was like, I'm going to be the best older sibling ever and i'm gonna like become like this like strong sort of protector mm -hmm. and there was some sort of like her family was um, under some sort of like threat she was that's why she wanted to become like a fighter yeah she was like i'm gonna like protect my new baby family. sibling yeah and then arcano ball also existed already yeah I think. but then as arcano ball like got more developed that became kind of her like objective like yeah. which, you know this the whole team captain thing and the the whole like she would always like i would make these terrible puns um as sawyer and she could like do like cringe damage yeah um, that was that was a short amount of time of cringe the points. cringe points we talking about a lot we talked about it yesterday when we recorded yeah i would love to yeah. do that but Lord. i mean maybe, we just gotta make it work maybe it's like down the line i mean yeah. Yeah. Back, no it's it's totally it's not like we can also do jared created this fun system for it it's on me because i stopped making as many puns but there's so no, much on your fine. mind yeah it was easier to make puns when it was a home game because yeah. like you're not really thinking about as many things and yeah. now yeah. it's kind of like how's the you know you're i'm still thinking about like pacing and stuff even though like yeah. like we said like i've gotten so much more relaxed about just yeah. having fun and playing yeah. and not thinking like how is this gonna sound? Yeah. yeah. I'll say like biggest yeah. difference in like the worlds was like Frogmont and all the other schools were on like mountains or something like that. And now they're on one island. I love that they're on one island. They're, yeah. That's so cute. That's yeah. fun. Uh y'all flew in an airship uh on the way to Frogmont the first time. Uh and then like the first episode it was like y'all falling out and like trying to like fix the airship and stuff. Um I I think y'all we had uh, an inch dragons yeah we were like we saw a dragon towards the end of it, it was like a puzzle with like the dragon like electrocuted yeah the airship yeah. there was like an yeah. entry exam that y'all fought that was with like the other like the other that team was fun. Yeah. so like igneous I, I, like and I I know like, and then why we fought we those brimstone boys y'all fought the yeah. brimstone oh, that boys was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did. Did. Yeah, we kind of 
we got a slave. They're like wieners. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then there was that demon that came in at the yeah. end. Yeah. That was our, that was like wild. first boss it showed was, up there. Once yeah. again, it was it was really good. <laughs> it was really, it good. Was really cool was and really fun. I think the like <clears throat> the entry exam just achieved like being able to get that like PvP or like, you know, player against like other Frogma attendees, like kind of like challenge style. I don't want yeah. to like I don't want to say like Goblet of Fire, but like, you know, like, like yeah. trials, like I tournament. Like yeah. Tournament. It is a, <laughs> it is, that is a very, that's like kind of an anime trope yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the tournament slash entry exam. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, I, I was, <clears throat> I think I'd recently watched like Yu-Gi-Oh with someone like Yu-Gi-Oh GX <laughs> where like he goes to school and they need an entry exam to see like where he is like placement wise. Was, I think it was placement exam. Yeah. Um, and like it's super cool, Even but worse. then uh, yeah. the placement exam is way worse than it's the entry. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and the giant demon came out. Also, y'all got to Frogmont like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like y'all were like got picked up from your your places on the ship, and then at the end of the first session, y'all were at Frogmont, yeah. and then y'all like walked in and for the placement exam. Uh, and then yeah, no, there is there is Moray was still in that one. That's like one of the other mm -hmm. characters. I think that's the second character that I've pulled over from that thing because y'all didn't really get into her stuff. But she's been like but a she's big. She's kind of different. Now. Yeah, she's been like yeah. a big character in my mind. I feel like she's like very like not in the same vein. Like uh, the story is just so different from the first mm -hmm. one we played. Like and maybe not to you. Maybe you were able to yeah. just like transpose <clears throat> it. But like as a player at the table, I don't see like any similarities other than it's the name. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's been, which was good. Cause at, at the beginning, whenever we were deciding on doing this, it was like, like how different do we want to go? Yeah. And then well, it was it's like, like, we have something really good, but you want it to be fresh for us. Yeah. yeah you can't don't do it. Just play yeah. the Twice same in a row. thing <clears throat> again. Cause then yeah. it's like, it's going to be stale. It's going to sound scripted. Like there's no way to make it good. Yeah. If yeah. we just tried to recreate which we've done yeah. the beginning of frogmont three times now yeah. because yeah. of the one episode that we recorded and we hate <laughs> they're it they're all different we'll just forget about that they're which so they how did that one go i think i oh. did a scene for you everyone did a scene yeah. for everybody but then it was like the first two scenes took a long time like, like 20 so minutes then, like, each the last two scenes i just remember because one of them was me was like literally like two minutes long and then we like all met each other yeah and cool. then like Y'all met each other. And we went into that one, and I was still playing my other character. Yeah. I was still playing a barbarian with Form of the Beast. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we got past that one episode, and I was like, I don't like this. I'm yeah. not doing yeah. this I anymore. Like this. Yeah. I think I, I Beans. I, I, literally, I, think, I was No, I think you tavern. just showed up. Uh, no, it was literally like I was in a tavern, and then you had me like follow a little bug, and then like I met up with the group. Like everybody else got a story, I, but it I was think you found we like just running so long, yeah, that like I was the one who got like, like cut off. At I the think end. it was a fairy. Like I had you yeah. follow a fairy. Sawyer was like riding on the back of a beetle with her family. Sawyer got like a full episode. No, like, you did. <laughs> did you she like went to the woods and like fought My something like so with your sister, right? Yes, and yeah, we, she and fought was, something. We, like went to like um, fantasy Bucky's. Yeah, with my dad and like we were like riding on like the Beatles. Esta was the first. Esta like I started it off with a with a goblin running up the stairs and deliver her her like I think it was like your denial to yeah like yeah. Valkyrie. Yeah, Esther, that was actually really good. It was cool. That's it was really cool. Really so we didn't keep that one. But it then like she like Esther went down. Like, and talked to like yeah. her, her family. Like she talked to like her like, family a lot. Cannon. 
Wasn't this one the um, one that we did that like it was there was the lady with the artifact? Yes, you uh-huh. met like this yeah. lady who gave you like uh, it was it was a cursed item, uh, and we would have figured that out later. But she gave you this like really powerful curse because you were even like before the session, Maddie. You were like, I don't know about this character, like uh, I don't know, and I was like, yeah. well, like I'll give you something really cool, and <clears throat> like we'll figure it out from there. So I gave you that, and then I think you like left your family. Or something like that. Like, it wasn't as dramatic as, like, originally whenever we recorded it. But, yeah, I was really on the fence about my character anyway before we, like, we we went into that session. And then after that session, I was like, I nix everything but the name. Yeah. I'm changing I, yeah. it completely. I also think, like, that structure, I think it's a wonderful structure to utilize. But I feel like you really got to know, like, your character inside and out to be able to go solo. And also, it can't be the first time that you ever record on my Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> That was honestly the, the biggest thing. Place, but it's like I could see us going back and like maybe we recreate those scenes or something. Yeah, later. that would be cool. Like, that could be fun. That would be yeah. really fun. And some cool. stuff has come back, like like Sawyer's dad being a Beatle salesman. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of. He was has a Beatle salesman because they're like cars. Joe was on a Beatle. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. I elements of it has come. I'm so salty about that one because I was like. <laughs> Why did everybody else get a full scene? <laughs> well, I, I think I wanted to do something with you. I think you said you had a full thing planned and you were like in the moment you were just kind of like panicking. Well, I was like, we got to get this done. And like, I think we I was, had a puzzle to do. together. I w- yeah, I was going to do like the fairy was going to be a message from like one of your siblings. And then it just I think. Did you follow something weird? I, I think you followed I it to, I guess you followed it to like the, the briar yeah. wall or whatever. Cause there was like a bunch of roses that they had to, had to get to that would have gotten y'all to Lorelei village and we still would have had the fish race and we still would have no, had all it was that like stuff. We, we got through and we were in Lorelei. Oh, that's right. And then like, that was where the session ended. That's right. And then we were like, Hey, Hey, that was horrible. Hey. Let's delete that. Yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> Cry again. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Uh, Chortle Jake from Discord asks. Chortle Jake. I love you, Chortle Jake. <laughs> I'd love to hear about your recording process. How far in advance do you record episodes? Do you <laughs> Not do far ep- enough. <laughs> do you do episodes and study breaks back to back? Or do you record Sometimes. multiple episodes followed by multiple study breaks? And then this kind of goes along with Julianne's, like, how long does it take to edit an episode and how much gets cut in editing? So just generally, yeah. I think Jared can just talk about like how I'll do a quick overview and then the y'all can throw that in. Well, so the initially, whenever we started, I think we had five episodes done before we released anything. Maybe recorded. Recorded. No, no, no. Recorded. <laughs> but then like I started editing and I realized that I wanted to do a lot of sound design and stuff like that. And so the first episode took me like a month to do just to like figure out how it sounds, what's good where I'm going to get music, where I'm going to get sound effects, all this stuff. It took me a month and I was working on it probably like maybe three hours a day. And then I'd take off for like a week because it was just so overwhelming. And then I'd work on it like two hours a day for a week. And then I took a week off and then I'd work. And then it was like, okay, we're going to release on like February 15th. You need it done. And I just started like working, working, working on it and we got it done and it sounds a little weird now, but it's, it's fine. It was like literally like, it was like midnight the night before we were going to release. Like Jared was still working on it and I'm the person in the group that like, I want everything done two days ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I was like, cause our plan was we would have five edited before we released because we wanted to create a stockpile just cause like we all have lives and jobs and like we understood that like we cannot like 
sustain. We can't sustain it, which I mean, you've probably noticed like we had to cut back. We couldn't give you as much content because it just was not once a week or twice a week was but insane. Like, that was just like we had to figure that out. Yeah. And then it's also <laughs> your question on how we record things. Well, every option that you gave Chortle Jake is something we have done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ideally, we record a session and a study, study break, break right after it's just easy and then you get the freshest like in our memory but the last study break that you probably just listened to we did that like two weeks after we recorded mm -hmm. some nights we will or some days we'll go for like eight hours and record two episodes and two study breaks uh maybe a little bonus content yeah Who like it, it just depends because we all have different schedules it's like as much as we can as often as we can is the goal yeah. but like it doesn't it doesn't always work out like that and sometimes we have seven episodes done in the backlog and as of right now recording this we have zero, uh, zero in the backlog zero zero main episodes recorded yeah. but we have study break we have we have a study break that's going to be released we have a guest episode guest episode and then this and then we have a study break that we just recorded and then we have, oh, no, no, no. You know, that study break that we just recorded is for the episode that's coming out this week. Yeah. And then <laughs> we do the a guest episode yesterday we recorded. And then today's Q&A. And then on Friday, we'll have another episode. Are we recording on Friday? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, good. good. <laughs> I do, I do want to record on Friday. Next question. From well, I was going to I was gonna talk about oh, editing real quick. Sorry. Uh, so, no, you're good. Uh, a lot gets edited out. <laughs> Um, what was it, the episode where you edited like 30 minutes out? The one where we that was like our it? second one or first one. I think one. it was Weenie Mysteries. Weenie Mysteries we, yeah, 4. Around. Oh, yeah. I edited yeah. a whole section out of that because it was just pointless. I stupid. The whole point of <laughs> editing yeah. is I've kind of taken a stance of like this needs to be a very well-produced product. A, because I'm insecure about like... <laughs> To be honest, I'm insecure about being it being good mm. and being funny and entertaining story-wise. So I'm like, I really got to back it up with some music that kind of shows you what you're supposed to feel and like sound effects that bring you back into listening. So I'll edit maybe 10 minutes out of like an hour and 20 minutes of recording, maybe five minutes. But those are all half-second ums, likes, yeah. spaces. Uh, I cut, I make the video, I make the audio a little bit quicker. I go from like, if right now we're speaking at a hundred percent, that's the speed of it. I put it down to like maybe eight ninety eight percent so we're a little bit quicker just because of that attention span thing. Um, and so I'm, we sound clever. Yeah. And so we sound so, no. <laughs> so like jokes and stuff like that. I, I edit literally how quick our jokes are, or sometimes I'll edit out us saying, Oh, Esther says, Instead, I'll just have you say it. Yeah. So it sounds yeah. like you know your character, and I, it sounds more like a conversation yes. than players at a table saying it, which I think is cool and fun. That's just to create the product that I want to put out there. And then yeah. how long it takes is I've actually timed how long I've been doing it. I've working on this episode. Right now, I'm at about eight and a half hours, and I probably still, and I'm, I have fully cut it, and now I'm doing sound design. And it'll probably take me another hour and a half, maybe two hours. But it is a real quick trick I do if you want to edit stuff is whenever I cut it, I turn it down to like 50% speed. So it's the episode is 
twice as fast so I can cut all the, um, or not all the ums, but a lot of the ums, a lot of the likes, a lot of the weird spaces, a lot of the times that Rosie is attacking something and we need to go <laughs> doing a lot. Of, she like poops on the floor and you pick it up and do something or someone needs to go to the bathroom. I can cut those out super quick and then I turn it to 98% and then I do all the sound design. So I'll do music and, um, you know, weird cups and stuff like that weird magics um but it takes a long time and uh it's fun though it's fun but yeah we've definitely something i've heard kind of across the board talking to other actual play podcasters is like they're very surprised how short our episodes are and they're surprised to learn that like we i feel like we try not to record more than like an hour 45 Mm -mm. a session like two hours maybe i think the guest episode the first one we've hit two hours on an actual like yeah yeah but it's like we we do that very intentionally. It's not like we play for four hours and you're only hearing no. an hour and a half of our no. play. We like legitimately do not play that long. We like keep it sweet and short and tight. Yes. Yeah. I also like Jared that you cut out all the like well it meets it beats it right and like all the like weird yeah. questions that we have yeah. about, if like, there's the actual play yeah. of the if there's something that needs to be discussed or I think it's interesting for people who are listening or like there's a rules debate I'll sometimes keep those in. But if it's a question that's been asked three times, I cut it out, Lily. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if there's math, like so m- a lot of the cutting is roll, silence, 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 <laughs> silence. And then somebody makes like a joke that has nothing to do with anything. So I can't leave it in and, and I'll number. cut it. And then the number. So a lot of the rolls, whenever you're listening to it is like roll number. And it's like, no, there was like 20 seconds of silence <laughs> and math happening. Yeah. There was like, sorry, what's my wisdom modifier again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was the potions class. Yeah. I felt like when I was sitting there, I was like, I'm asking so many questions. This is all taking so long, but it was so nice and snappy in the episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. I cut out a lot of stuff. No, there's stuff like in this episode that I'm editing right now where you, so we already did the study break. This will come out after the episode. Uh, you throw out your dire wolf at one point yeah. well because you told her to so that you could cast familiar on it and then it you and, and then, then we were like, like no like you can't do that like it's that. You, already, it won't work already out the wolf's oh well, it's like the wolf's out but it's also like you can't cast familiar on like someone else's like familiar basically because yeah. so, so, so it's, it's like it's like already like a magical being so but like you had talked about that like earlier and then Lily really wanted to do something because I like I wouldn't let her do it because I was like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say because I was trying to get to like setting up the bad guy. Here's the bad guy in the episode. Yeah. But everyone was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I was like, OK, but like, here's this thing. So I cut <laughs> out maybe a minute of just like me trying to say something and then me being like, OK, what's your thing? And then like you throw out the dire wolf and then you try to cast a spell on it. And I was like, okay, no, like none of that makes it in the episode now. Okay, good. So at the top of the episode, I was going to ask you if you want to like throw out your dire wolf. Um, wolf's out of the bag. The wolf's out of the you bag. You can do like a, you can get like one free action before like stuff starts. Wolf, so I think it's going to have to be. I love him. Yeah. But I was going to give you the option. If you don't want to use the wolf, it doesn't have to be in there because I, I mean, cut it out of the episode. If you get it out, it is going to die. It, it is gonna be. Like, it's fake. It's a magic. Fake. It's that's a magic. Point of it's a little magic being. Okay. I really hope that you cut out the whole thing of me telling Lily seventeen times that I want to teleport and being like, no, but no, let's do this instead. So what about this? And then I, we end up. You were so it. obsessed with that misty stuff, and I was like, it's not misty stuff. What is going on? We oh. turn into fire and reappear again. Who's we? 
Like anybody who I'm not doing that. <laughs> Come on. It's also time. But like, it was just like it was not solving the problem. You're just no. like, I'll get away from here. And it was like, that's not the issue. I've cut it hand. a little bit and I and I'll I will i should be done soon, so y'all can probably listen to it today or tomorrow. But uh I did cut around that. No, that part is I was, I, there's another part I think that, I flicked myself for that of like jokes that don't land. There's a lot of points where <laughs> like where me. jokes don't land and somebody needs it explained and then they just like continue on. I cut out the explanation and then the, the part where the jokes not don't, doesn't land. There's a part where you say, "I wink at you, Sawyer." Morgan has a lot of winks at people. <laughs> He's like, "I wink at you, Sawyer." And then Lily's like, uh, uh, "Uh," and then she talks about something else and then she goes, "Why are you winking at me?" And then. You say something and then Sawyer responds to it. I cut out like the 30 seconds of like the weird branch that we go off of. So it just goes to Morrigan winks at Sawyer and then Sawyer reacts to it. Perfect. Oh, good. So that's good. Th that is a lot of stuff like that. Like that is how produced. I could put up like a picture of what like the board looks like. And it's, it, you can't even tell that there's recording because there's so many cuts. Yeah. It's like, well. Yeah. Taking out that bit and that bit. Hmm. Was there any specific inspiration for each of your characters or were they just spur of the moment ideas? Yes, there's inspiration for mine. Um, first of all, Beans came to me in a, in a dream, as I've <laughs> yeah. said before. I as was like, you've said. What if I played a little cat character that was named Beans and he was all brown? And then when I actually got into the inspiration part of it, um, Beans is really linked to hell. And I was thinking like, oh, cats, like in a lot of mythology, are linked to hell and the underworld. So that's kind of where I linked him in there. Because um, I was kind of thinking like, oh, like black cats are often like cast aside or seen as like evil too. So like that's why all his family, like I feel like we've gotten into it a little bit. Like his whole family is black cats, but he's a little brown cat. Mm -hmm. um, so those were kind of the pieces that fit together that I morphed into beans. Yeah. Game of Thrones is like my favorite thing, my favorite TV show ever. But I guess except for the last season, I guess we all have issues with that. But, you can have an opinion. But you can have yeah, whatever yeah. opinion you want. I love Game of Thrones so much. I think the world is so interesting. But like obviously like everybody else, like Daenerys is like my favorite like character. She's one of my favorite characters of all time. And so I wanted to make a very like serious Game of Thrones inspired like dragon adjacent character um yeah because i thought everyone else had kind of like very silly like kooky characters and i wanted her to be very, what are you talking i about? wanted her stakes yeah. to be like way higher or not not her stakes i just wanted her to be a way more serious character yeah. than and put it into this silly world yeah yeah I I don't know. I don't have like a specific character that inspired. So I do not know where. I think she just lives inside of me. I think I don't think that I. But um, definitely just like because she's a halfling. Just like in general, Hobbit culture has inspired her a lot. Um, I talked about how like oh, it was like I thought of it too late for her to have this like obsession with elves that like yeah. Samwise Gamgee has, who is one of my favorite fictional characters of all time. Um, and then I don't know, just like a like a classic like. Oh, and then I talked about Rudy because yeah. it is Sean Astin. Yeah. So it's like perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I would say these aren't things that I like thought of first though. And then made like, oh, like I love Samwise and I love Rudy. Like I'm going to like make Sawyer based off of them. I realized after. So I'm sure subconsciously they influenced me that they kind of like, I don't know. So yeah. 
maybe I'll start incorporating more personality traits from characters that Sean Astin has played. Morgan's not really based off anything. I just, I like to play chaos characters. And so it was like, how do I create this character that's super chaotic? And then I was like, ooh, but I really liked playing a druid in our first campaign together so long ago. And so then I just kind of brought that back and was like, chaos and a druid and then it like really lended itself to fire and everything past that so yeah i don't have a character yeah you know bummer what was your inspiration for principal pad uh the frogs from uh me the robinsons oh yeah i knew that i knew that someone did ask um where did the idea of the world and the mechanics of the school come from Mm. in my head everything is in the style of um like Breath of the Wild meets Fantasy High, like Dimension 20 Fantasy High, meets like a little flavor of Harry Potter, but non-transphobic. <laughs> uh, and not... That's what Frogma is all about. Yeah. And um, yeah, the, it's like, I'm trying to think of like anything else of like big, with the idea of like the Owl castles. House. Owl House. I haven't. Yeah, I don't like know. I know those anywhere. animators. It's like a, supposedly, it's really good. It's like an animated series. They yeah. Just canceled it. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. I've heard oh. it's like. I know that those I animators. Try like, to think of more adventuring academies. Yeah. Or like magic. Oh. Like uh, the idea of like the schools kind of on top of each other a little bit uh, comes from. I think. I think it's looking at the the NADPOD, NADPOD mat that we have of Bohemia of uh, Galateron, I think it is. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, Galateron is like stacked on top of each other. And I was like, oh, like an island where everything is on top of it. That would be really cool. Um, and also, I think Avatar The Last Airbender of like yeah. oh, the yeah. four mm. kind of vibes going on. Are you sure you were inspired by um, Pandora at Disney World with all the floating Mm-mm. rocks? Oh. Mm. Um, I know this isn't like how you were inspired, but a lot of the plot gives me like throne of glass, like air of fire vibes. Mm -hmm. Cause like every time I like, like listen back through the episodes, I'm like, Oh, but that was a plot point here. And this is what happened. So I wonder if, and I bring it up and you're like, you're really close. And I'm like, (laughs) I stole it from a book. (laughs) Well, I have no idea what those books are. Jared's secretly reading these books behind our back. Yeah. Yeah, I secretly, secretly read actually. So. (laughs) Doubt it. Which, which. Those are audiobooks. (laughs) Okay. These next couple questions, I'm going to like ask a question, give you a couple seconds to think about it, and then we all have to answer very quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll go Olivia to Jerry. Commonly known as? Like, okay. Around the table. Okay. Lightning round. Yeah. <laughs> Rapid lightning for round. What's everyone's favorite NPC? Easy. Can't say beans. Can't say beans. She looks like she's going to say b. She does. She hates all of them. No, it's it's the leader of the gold. I just don't remember her name. Cracker? No, the the one, the fake nice one. Bro- Brobini? Brobini. That's your favorite? Brobini freaks me out because she's so it's true. Not, I couldn't think of it. She's anybody. so true to life. Oh my Sabina. God. Sabina. Everybody's going to say Sabina. And so Principal Pad. Talia. Gilbo. Fuck. Gilbo. I knew you were going to say Gilbo. Isn't Gilbo dead? Gilbo could never die. Well, I was going to say Beans is dead. Unconfirmed. makes things interesting. Yeah. That's true. What is everyone's favorite non-medieval fantasy setting? I'll go for Star Wars. That's, I mean, that's not fantasy, but I mean, it's it science fantasy. It yeah. It's like sci-fi. It's, it's like sci-fi Western. It's a setting. Yeah. And it is also what I was going to say, so I will <laughs> have a different answer. You can have the same answer. <laughs> this is 
not everybody think of a different answer around six of crows oh i'm reading that right now it's really good <laughs> and the like the world building is like really intense yeah yeah i, I like, like it. it you say arcane I mean, that's League of Legends. I know, but I'm a fake fan because I don't know anything about League of Legends. No, I just no, love the vibe of be, Arcane. No offense to any uh, oh, LOL fans out there. You'll, I know you'll get mad at me, but come out of the house, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can say Arcane. Come out of the house and <laughs> it's a great Jared. world that they built. Okay, I don't know. And it's really not fantasy. Oh no. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it's fantasy, but it's, it's not medieval. So. Yeah, it's arcane, not medieval. No, not more than Star Wars. Are you kidding Just me? Say Star, Wars. Star Wars final answer. Star Wars final <laughs> answer. Everyone's like, oh, like, oh, another Star Wars TV show or whatever where we're on Tatooine. Thank they God. Don't watch it. <laughs> I love that damn desert planet. Okay. <laughs> uh, mine might have to be his dark materials or like Golden Compass if That's you haven't cool. seen mm. or read the book. Oh, Narnia. Sorry. <laughs> mine is Narnia. I just literally talk. I literally have to actively stop myself from talking about Narnia twenty four seven. Yeah, and I like didn't say. Oh, that is. I was gonna wait, say that's medieval. That's not what the question. That's is. not medieval. I, like, but what like, is it? It counts as like medieval fantasy setting. Yeah, swords and bows. But they're not. But the kids are from like what? The, is it the forties? Yeah. But Narnia yeah. is in. But like the point is Narnia. I don't want to like go to the forties. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Facts. I want to go back to Facts. the medieval. Check. My, Dark like, ages. It's like it's like a high tech fantasy high tech reality. Like Where's cyberpunk? the tech? No, I'm not hit mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like it's Narnia. It's all about Lily. Okay. Okay, but we we were literally talking about that. <laughs> no, it's Campbell. It's, that, of course, Wars I didn't say Narnia because it's fantasy. You mean yeah. cyberpunk? Oh, like, no, not cyberpunk. Oh, sorry. High tech. Cyberpunk is in a different. Okay, like, that's that's my bad. Yeah. Okay. I also love modern fantasy like yes. just moving all of these mechanics to like mm -hmm. a modern day setting well, uh, yeah. I it's like shit. yes i have magic uh, powers yes i like poop drive in a toilet. car yeah oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in, in terms in terms of like setting of like fantasy non-medieval honestly even medieval i would like i would f fight to the death that i think that star wars is the greatest and most expansive Universe. I mean, it's literally universe. It's and Galaxies. they did that on purpose. The like e expanded universe, so all that, like legends and all that. Like it is the coolest fucking universe. And I made a huge, I, I was at work the other day and I made like a long notes of like, if you watch or if you consume Star Wars media in this order, you will witness one of the greatest stories of all time. Like it is like, it starts with like episode one and then you go to Tales of the Jedi and then you got to watch uh, like episode two. Uh, then you watch Clone Wars and then you read the Brotherhood book. And then like, God, it's like all this Clone stuff. Wars. No, it's like all this stuff. It's like in specific order. If you watch it, you will like receive the best story ever because like that is like the world gives that. I'm going to hope laborious the kids that I may or may not have. And then that's what we're going to do. You're going to watch all that <laughs> it's stuff. It's going to be Star Wars media in chronological or maybe not chronological. There's in the certain most heart-wrenching order. Yes, and in most heart-wrenching order. Also, if you're thinking Star Wars is sci-fi, Star Wars is not a fantasy setting. It is. Pull yourself together. It is. What are you what are you talking about? They have about? swords. It's swords. They're nice. But they're yeah. And if you I disagree, check. I guess you'll just have to comment on every post <laughs> and how much you disagree. Like and subscribe. And okay, another question. Really argue with us. Yeah. Um would you all like to guest on a podcast? Yeah. Yes. Are you yeah. offering? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's asking and why? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And will beans uh, email, email ever us. stop being sticky? <laughs> to be fair, I feel like he hasn't sticky been sticky recently 
We've had bigger problems. We've had bigger yeah, fish to like, fry than sticky but, ham. But maybe no, because it's a part of his character. It's not just a bit. It's a part of his character that I am like selfishly hoping that Jared eventually will reward me in a combat <laughs> scenario and something where my sticky hands will like give me give, give me, me a scenario advantage. give me a scenario for it where you pull out your stickiness um, and then I'll have you Sawyer roll for it Sawyer is on the edge of grappling a cliff. advantage <laughs> all the party is down Sawyer is falling off the edge of a cliff and Beans is hanging on and where yeah. normally that his grapple check would fail you'd be like you automatically succeed automatically automatically <laughs> auto succeed I'll maybe give you advantage you get advantage and you can pull Sawyer up because your sticky hands save the day. We'll see. We'll That's see. just like in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I don't think so. Any Lord of the Rings questions? <laughs> if any we, Lord, no. Any okay, I'm done. Any Lord of the Rings questions? questions. Are I'm you kidding? No Lord of the Rings questions? Oh, I didn't mention some of the people for Wait, that. Wait, we didn't all answer the Beans question. I think Beans <laughs> will stop being sticky. Never. I think they... I think that... He'll be sticky in death. Sometimes as well. a good character arc is about looking back at where you started and and thinking, "Wow, I was so different." And maybe, just maybe, that will be Beans one day. <laughs> you, you wish. Wow. <laughs> no, I like his sticky hands. Whatever. Wow. If we go back to the fantasy one, my actual favorite world overall is the SJM universe, but that's definitely medieval. Uh yeah. Yeah, I feel like that kind of counts as like medieval, fan. but so does Narnia. So I I take Narnia. And Lord yeah. of the Rings, yeah. And but Lord of the Rings. They all have specific flavors. Yes. Yeah, but well, it's, but it's, it's about the no. But the question is like Wild Wild West. It's about looking at which the Which no legs. one said. I'll say Wild Wild West because no, I love cowboy it's stories. It's not your favorite. That, but that's not fantasy. It's not my favorite. I said my favorite is Star Wars. Wild Wild West is not fantasy. Six of Crows is my favorite like non-medieval. It can be. Could be, but 90% of the time it's like based on but real things. Red Dead Redemption is my favorite oh. fantasy story. <laughs> the Hobbit is based on real things. That's not Wild Wild, Wild, Wild West. West. No, no, no. I'm just saying midi I'm saying any fan like all fantasy settings are based on real things. So. No, but I'm saying the Wild Wild West is like uh, that historical actually, fiction. The Wild yeah. Wild West existed. That My Wild happened. Wild West is like there's a zombie. Do you know what I mean? No. My Wild Wild West is like have you read Holes? No. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think Holes is the holes. great yeah. American novel. Stop. Turn up. Turn up. Take your headphones right. out. Thank you so much for listening to Gals and Goblins. Uh, thank you so much and tune in next week. Um, peace out. Bye.